Good day and welcome to the second year of the Mountain Town Ramblers podcast. Look at us go. Yeah, today we are going to do a first of many, we think, uh, provincial parks. Uh, so no mountain destination today, just outdoor, lovely, beautiful scenery at Pigeon Lake Provincial Park, Alberta. Kyle, I'm so excited to start talking about provincial parks. We had an issue with mountain towns. Not that we don't love going to mountain towns, but we felt bad about ignoring all of the other beautiful provincial parks in Alberta and BC particularly, and we didn't want to exclude them. Yeah, you don't like to exclude things. I know. That, so. Basically, can this just be a podcast about everywhere we go that I, we want to talk about? I think that's what it's going to be every time we go somewhere beautiful. Yeah. We're just going to make an episode. I'm down with that. Yeah, we're the Mountain Town Rambler podcast show that... Talks about everything? Everything, sure. Okay. Okay, rebranding. Rebranding done. done. Okay, Teresa, so I know you are very excited to start us off with the uh, fun facts and the history of Pigeon Lake. I'm assuming it's been a lake for a long time. (laughs) Really well done. That's a very good It's probably been in that same spot for a significant amount of time. Okay, you're right, but oh. it hasn't always been called Pigeon Lake. Interesting. I have. You don't even know this, Kyle. Okay, maybe do we should we start with where this is? Okay, let's. Okay, before I get into my fun facts. Yeah, where is this place? Where is to? Pigeon? I forget. Yeah. Oh, you do not. Pigeon Lake is in central Alberta, Canada. It's ninety-nine kilometers or one hour drive southwest of Edmonton. If you're coming from Edmonton itself, if you're coming from Calgary, it's 256 kilometers or two and a half hour drive north of Calgary. So right smack in the middle. And Pigeon Lake is one of the most uh, utilized recreation lakes because of its proximity to the two major cities. It's used by a lot of residents as their summer vacation homes, a lot of camping. So it's a really well-known destination in Alberta for for campers. But you I didn't know we were going here by the way. Yeah, I, I kidnapped you. You kidnapped me, Kyle. Yeah. On one Sunday, we th- decided to go on a, a day trip. Yeah. And you didn't tell me where we were going. I trustingly went into your car. No, that was a mistake. It was a big mistake and then you revealed the surprise. It was quite fun actually. Okay, starts with the fun facts. Okay. And we may have some clips of me kidnapping you. Okay, so fun facts. So you were talking about how the lake has always been there but it hasn't always been called Pigeon Lake. It was previously called Woodpecker Lake and the name changed in 1858. Oh. I know. Look at how far back I'm going. Like I said, it's one of the most intensely used recreational areas in Alberta. There are 10 summer villages scattered around the perimeter of the lake, four unincorporated communities. So Mm -hmm. lots of actual like year-long residents that live there all the time. And then private cottages. What do you think the population is? Of all of these? Yes. The permanent residents. Permanent residents in and around Pigeon Lake. I'm going to guess. Don't look at my notes. 6,400. Oh, no. It's way less than that, isn't it? Uh, 300. Oh. <laughs> Not even close. And then the total area of the lake is 96.7 cl- square kilometers. And it's 9.1 meters deep, 13 kilometers long. I don't know how big that is in comparison to other lakes. You said it was 13 kilometers deep? 13 kilometers long. <laughs> Did I say deep? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so pretty big lake. So, Teresa... Uh, we had a clip for this, but uh, it, it doesn't work in the car very well. No. So we're not going to play it, but I kidnapped you. You kidnapped me, Kyle. Yeah, I knew. As I came and I picked you up, and it was a Sunday 
It was cold. We had a couple hours or a few hours. Yeah. I'm like, we're going out. We haven't been out for a walk in a while. And I said, I'm not telling you where we're going. I know. I liked that. Yeah, it was fun. And so you had some guessing and you actually yeah. did guess Pigeon Lake, but you gave three or four guesses. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It, it's one of those things. That, and I, I like this being able to go to these provincial parks and on a whim and just drive out. And you just need a day. You don't need overnight. Yeah. 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 We're just like for us, I, I did. I want to reflect on this a little bit, but yeah. I feel like you and I are living life really well right now. We just I would say we're always outside. We're always hiking. We're always in nature. And it's really, really cool. So this was one of these things that I just picked you up. I said, yeah. we're going outside. Yeah. And let's go hang outside, even though it's kind of cold. So and I would have never done that before. Yeah. So we, we arrived at Pigeon Lake. We headed to the campground. Yeah. We found the trails. Did you know that there's 12 kilometers of hiking trails there? I know now. You know now. Yeah, and then in the winter. Because you just told me. I know. I did my research. So it's 12 kilometers of hiking at the provincial park. And that goes, there's little loops and it follows the shoreline. But in the wintertime, which is when we went, they're turned into cross-country ski trails and fat bikes can use them in the winter. So we just had really a lot of fun, even though it was cold, exploring those little trails and headed to the, the lake shore. And I think I have a clip of us just kind of approaching these trails. Sure. Teresa, we, uh, you were right in the car. Pigeon was, Lake Provincial Park. Wasn't that the first one I picked? Uh, I think you said Wobbeman first, maybe? Oh, okay, so second. We'll have to go back to the tape, but good yeah, job. Yeah. That was Thanks. well done. I win. Okay, so we're here, and what we notice, cross-country ski trails everywhere. Oh my gosh, I know. They're beautifully maintained trails, and nobody else is here. Empty. We found a parking lot, and we are the only car. I know why, though. Because it's winter. It's cold. It's minus 21 today with the wind chill. Yeah, minus 13 or 14, and then yeah. 21 with the wind chill. It's, it's not great. Not nice. No, and I forgot my coat. You did. <laughs> so I'm in some base layer and some mid layer and a thing that you gave me. I know. I forgot it, my coat, Teresa. It looks great on you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we are going, we're avoiding to walk on the cross-country ski trails, no. but we're going to take them though. Yeah. We're going to go check out, see where the trail leads, see if it takes us to the Pigeon Lake. Be cool. Let's see if that's frozen or not. Yeah. Okay. Let's go okay. check it out. First of all, I just want to say I appreciate the constant reminders of how good of a job I'm doing. Yeah, you're doing I, a very good job. That I day. like the positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. uh, anywho, speaking of good jobs, we were trying to expand our knowledge on the wildlife in the area while we were out traveling. And fresh snow, you see a lot of tracks and animal tracks. And knowing that the wildlife in the area include white-tailed deer, mule deer, moose, coyotes, porcupines, and weasels. We were looking for some really cool animal tracks and trying to identify them. And so and we, we found the coolest one. We found the coolest. I can't say this with a straight face. We found the coolest tracks and we did a video. We posted it on YouTube and Instagram of us trying to get help from wiser folk out there to help us identify these animal tracks. And someone. Not someone. Carmen. Very good friend, Carmen reply to me outside of social media just out of respect i think mm -hmm. and to not maybe not humiliate me in public and she said teresa those are animal tracks <laughs> those are ski pole holes <laughs> anywho we're learning kyle yes that was hilarious yeah, i was got little round holes in the middle of the track it's a ski pole and i was like these are the dew claws they yeah. must be dragging their dew claws it's a male deer no it was a ski pole folks yeah yeah so we're past everything we say on yeah. this thing. don't don't <laughs> listen to us if you're out there looking for but wildlife we're, we're, we're trying. learning yeah. 
It was cute. The point is we get out there and we're look we're looking for these things. Yeah, so the track was nice. It was beautiful. It was a very short from the parking lot. And we eventually get to the lake. Yes. And we have a clip of us getting to the lake. Yeah, did we go on the lake? I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll find out. Place. So we made it to the shore, lake shore, Pigeon Lake. It's so beautiful. And there's no person in sight. Do you think that lake is frozen? Well, I'm not going to be the one to find out if it's frozen or not. We've had some warm weather last week. I wouldn't want to go out on there. No, I would never go. And I don't even know how deep it is. It's been since I was a kid, really, since I've been on there in the lake. And I've never been on this side of it before. So uh, you did take a couple of missteps down there, though. You went in and posted. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. You went right up to your knee almost. I know. I survived. You did. I had to help you out of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why it made me a little bit scary. I couldn't tell where the lake shore was. But I had not been to this lake in the winter since I was eight years old and we did a camping trip in girl, for my Girl Guides troop. Yeah. It's been a hot minute since I've been here and it rem- I remember it being bigger so when do I. I was little. Yeah, I remember growing up going to Mulhurst Bay, which is on the other side of the lake from the provincial park. Yeah. And yeah, it's... It looks smaller than I remember, but still quite a large lake here. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, we just did, I don't even know how many kilometers. I'll look it up. I'm going to guess two. Two? Yeah, that's probably about right. It it is quite cold. Two and a half we actually managed here. So, uh, and we still have to get back a little bit, right? Yeah. So, uh, we've done a little bit of loops around the campgrounds. Uh, We were on the cross country ski trails. They're really cool here. There's, and we did see a couple. Of, of skiers. People, of skiers that kind of passed us by and we never saw them again. But yeah, yeah, it was a fun little two and a half K winter, minus 20, get outside. We yeah. needed to get outside. Yeah, we did. It's beautiful. Okay. So Teresa, overall, wonderful way to spend a Sunday. It was a, a lot of fun. It was very quiet, uh, peaceful in the trees. Most of the time you get to the lake. Uh, it's great. It's a, a nice little place to hang out. I enjoyed that Sunday afternoon with you. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to go. Even in the winter when the campgrounds themselves are closed, there's still picnic sites and the trails and it's just a lovely little getaway just outside of the major city. So it is a fun little day trip. But if you're going in the summer, there's a lot more activities that you can do at the lake. So one of the things, of course, the lake is known for are its beaches. There are several major beaches. You talked about one when we were there, Kyle, that you used to go to all the time. But there's Mamio Beach is probably the most well-known beach. Mm -hmm. There's Sundance Beach, Silver Beach. And then there's several other, there's several campsites that are set up. And I don't know if you know this, but one of the last times that I went to Pigeon Lake was when I was, I think, 10 or 11, I went to Camp Maskeptoon. Oh. It was my summer camp. Oh, so there's a summer camp there. It was a summer camp. No adults. I felt like I was so mature and grown Uh up. Anyway, that's one of my fond memories. And I went to a girl guide camp there. So there's a lot of really cool facilities uh, for kids and youth to, to use on that lake. But also sailing, boating, fishing. There's tons of really cool fish in that lake. Whitefish, walleye, pike, and perch. Are there any sharks? There's no sharks. No dolphins. There's no dolphins. I know. We'll have to go to the coast for sharks and dolphins. I think we might be teasing that we might end up there this summer. Oh, that's a really good little foreshadowing. Some coastal mountains this summer. Are we going to see some whales? I'm going to ride a whale. Okay. I'll take a video of that for people. (laughs) That would be the best YouTube video ever made. I know, but also in the summer, Kyle, I had no idea that but there's four uh, four golf courses and a mini golf course near Pigeon Lake Provincial Park. I played on one of the golf courses. So a summer 
haven. Yes. Recreation haven. Head out there in the summer. In the winter, it's quiet. Yeah. But uh, more interesting, I think, not more interesting, but I have not been here and you haven't been here in forever. I We drove to this place called the Village of Pigeon Lake. I have never been there and I didn't even know it existed. It didn't exist until, if I remember correctly, 2006, someone told me. And it looks like this private development that built up. Yeah. And now it's this major shopping center is the best I can describe okay, it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to describe it. Okay, describe it for us. So, first of all, you drive in. It's kind of out of the blue in the middle of nowhere. You don't really see it coming, I don't think. But you drive into this driveway and it feels like you're driving in a movie set. Yes. That has these perfectly curated, beautiful little buildings that are all lined up. You have boutique shops and ice cream shops. There's a gazebo and a little park in the middle. Some bridges over a little little pond. Bridges. Oh my gosh. It was the cutest thing ever. And they had mini lights when it became dark. Yes. They were all lit with mini lights. It was the cutest little resort village that I have ever been to. And that was completely unexpected. And it's become sort of the, the major economic place for the people in the area and and the summer tourists to visit. So there's uh, four restaurants in that shopping area, I believe I was told. Uh, We went to the brewery. There is also lots of gift shops. There's a spa. Yeah. And there's amenities. There's hotels. Grocery stores. Grocery stores. And we met with a gentleman who lived full time year round at Pigeon Lake. Yeah. And he said, since this village was built that helped the people who were residents there immensely because they didn't have to go into a major city or to Red Deer to get their groceries. Right. So it's really supported the people who who live there year round. But the cutest, cutest village. I cannot wait to go back there in the summer. Yeah, it'd probably be crowded and hard to get tables anyway. But I want to try the ice cream and I want to go to the spa. Yeah, and check out one of the other restaurants as well because there were several of them there. Yeah, so where did we start, Kyle? We started at the Familia Brewery. Yeah. Didn't even know. And I am someone who knows about breweries, and this one I've never even heard of. Shocking. And we have a clip from the brewery describing some of the beers there. It's the cutest brewery ever. And uh, you were having at the Familia Brewery here. We tried the... We have a flight. Flight. Six, seven ounce pours. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> it's very generous. <laughs> very. Uh, how'd you like the Golden Ale? Oh, I love it. It's really fruity and light. Okay, should we go down the line and try yeah. them all here? Okay, okay the next, next one is the Costa del Sol Cerveza. Mm. Oh, that's nice too. It has a little bit of a, just a little bit of a hop. Yeah. That's nice and light too, crispy. Do you know what I'm really excited about trying? The winter ale. <laughs> go ahead and try the winter ale. Okay, I'm going to try the winter ale. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. That's got like an 8. What's spicy? Oh, 8%. What? 8% that one. Yeah, there's some nice spices in that one. Oh, you can smell. I know. Is that nutmeg? Or, I think it's smelling the nutmeg or vanilla. I'm going to put my money on nutmeg. Should we find out? No, I think it's that other thing. It's the Christmas thing. Huh? Cor- coriander? coriander? I was going to say, it must <laughs> We're getting be some coriander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have thought it was nutmeg. Cor- yeah. That's yummy. That That's is good. really nice. I really nice. like that one. Hazy Morning New England Pale Ale. Okay. Is that the next one in Go order? For yeah, sure. We're going to have to mm. have dinner here before we drive out because we're going to be drunk. Ooh, that's really nice. Okay. That one you tell you can taste the hops. And you're not even one. a hoppy person. No, but I, I I feel like I'm growing on on the hops. Maria like that. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, eh? that is really that's nice. really good. 
Yeah, it's a good hazy. It's not too. Uh, it's not too hoppy. No, I like that one. Okay, good. It has a nice finish to that. Okay, you want to try the next one? Hazy sour. Ooh, Ooh. love a sour. Yeah, this might be my least favorite on there, but we'll try it. Why? I don't know. This doesn't. You hit. don't know. This doesn't hit me. Oh, what's this other one? Mm. Yeah. No, that's super good. Is it super good? Yeah. Okay. And I'm saying it like that because sours always hurt my stomach, but they taste so good. Ooh, that's wow. a nice one. A hazy sour. Yeah. It's not. It's got a nice clean finish to that. That's a good one, Pete. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a really good one. Good. That's I a great know. Sour. Okay. Try that super last. Super surprising. Midnight dip sour. Ooh, midnight dip in the lake. Ah, uh, uh, piecing together the names took me a hot minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That one is tastes a little bit Just more oh. more sour. The What's hate. the flavor note in that? I don't know. Okay, hold on. The flavor note. Are you a beer small? What's no, the beer smallier no version? Big smalliers do beer, don't they? Mm-hmm. All I know is that winter ale is fantastic. It had the cardamom flavor. No, coriander, he said. Oh, coriander? Yeah. Did you say coriander or, cori- or ca- cardamom? Coriander? In the winter ale. In the coriander, okay. And then the midnight dip sour, what is the flavor profile in that one? I can't place it. Oh, it's good. Teresa, that was the cutest little brewery. And there was a football game on in the background? I believe it was the semifinal, the uh, conference final game between some San Francisco and... It was a big game. It was a big game that we were drinking beer and watching the game. And I'm sorry, but do I recall this correctly? But our little flight had, like, there was a lot of beer in those? They were six, Six. seven ounces. So it was 42 ounces. We shared that flight. Yeah. Yeah, because that's... that's They were very generous servings. Two pints of beer. And I have to say this about this place. Um, most of the time when I go and I have try a flight of beer at a, a tap room, I will maybe thoroughly enjoy 50% of the beer. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, they're not all going to hit you. So you're not, they're not all going to hit me. I don't yeah. like all kinds of beer. But I'm not joking you. I feel like I've really enjoyed every single one of those beers. I think I did too. Even the hoppy ones. And there was the weird hoppy sour one, which I thought, no, it takes the two things that I probably like the least about beer and mixes them together. And it was good. They do a fantastic job making their beer. Yeah. We went off for dinner. Yeah. Right across the street. Right across the street. And we have some clips from this and I have gotten the name wrong in these clips because you don't yeah. get a chance to talk to some people but uh the it's just called chef n yeah the letter n the letter n with an apostrophe after and it stands for nathan nathan who is the owner and chef of the restaurant so it's chef n right not the way i pronounce it chef n which is really <laughs> hilarious okay so do you want to go to our clip from the restaurant here yeah for sure we are okay we're trying to figure out what the name of this restaurant is at the I believe it's called Chefen. Chefen? Chef. And then the letter N. An apostrophe. Chef. Pigeon Lake Village. The village of Pigeon Lake. I think it's Chefen. Is this our new favorite cute place to go to outside of Edmonton? This is, this whole village is cute. I wonder if they, like, at Christmas time, if they run a little Christmas thing here, but I don't think they, it doesn't look like that's what it is. Well, we miss Christmas here this year, but it's a beautiful little village. There's a resort and a spa and restaurants and little clothing boutiques. There's an ice cream bakery. Yeah. There's a a grocery store. There's a brewery here with a patio and a little cute gazebo. Oh my gosh, it's the cutest little village I've ever seen. Yeah, four restaurants in this little village here, so... 
it kind of serves all the lake communities, local uh, people that stay here all year. And the summertime, apparently, we just heard from the waitress, it is packed to rafters with tourists, right? But uh, we're at Sheffin. We're going to eat. Uh oh. What are we eating? We ordered the uh, drunken Irish. Is that racist? No. Emmy's drunken Irish chicken. I'm Emmy's Irish. I don't take it. Drunken to that. Irish chicken. Because drunken chicken is a thing. But drunken Irish chicken? I don't think is you're supposed to say Irish that. Is the Irish drunken or the chicken drunken? Uh, okay, but it's butter seared chicken thighs, Irish whiskey mushroom sauce, Irish mashed potato, market vegetables, and fried pickled carrots. Okay, well, we'll see how it is I'm when so it comes up. Pickled are you, carrots. Are you getting eh? hungry? Uh, I am hungry. I'm not starving. And they have a lot of like smoked meat dishes. Lots on their of menu. smoked meat. They must like, have a smoker out there somewhere. Smoked ribs, smoked bornless shorts, fish and chips, smoked brisket, stroganoff. I was actually wanting to pick that, but I know you don't like stroganoff or smoked meat. No, I like smoked meat. I don't like smoked anything else. I don't like smoked beer. I don't like smoked cheeses. I'm so confused with the smoked rules of your fine. palate. No, I like beef jerky. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Okay. The only thing that should be smoked is meat. But do you remember when I accidentally thought you liked stroganoff? Like stroganoff's okay. It just wouldn't be my first choice. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's a it's a cool it's a place. Nice restaurant. Chefin. Yeah, at That's, the village of Pigeon Lake. It's cute. Yeah, it is. There's a lounge and a bar. Yeah. We are the only ones here in the winter, but uh, the waitress did tell us that it was quite busy earlier on. Yeah. People have gone home. It's Sunday night. Maybe we missed supper time. It's 5 o'clock. I think it's Sunday nights. Sunday nights aren't... It's 4.55. Uh, yeah. It's seniors' dinner. <laughs> Good job, Teresa. Good job. <laughs> Is my mom going to be mad at me for saying that that was... For seniors us saying dinner. seniors' dinner? <laughs> yeah, that might be an ageist comment. We might just get shut down this week. I know. Listen, thanks for listening to our last podcast. That's what happens after you go to Familia Brewery and have their flight of 42 ounces. I really, I don't think you're really supposed to say drunken Irish, though. I know. I don't know. But the point is this. It doesn't matter. It was was darn good food. We have a clip of the tasting of the food. Oh, we even tasted it? Is this an ASMR alert? Yeah. uh, Everybody who is just dying to hear us talk with our mouthfuls, here it is. First thoughts on the, what is this called? It's called... mm, Uh Uh-oh. Drunken, drunken stupor Irish. Irish. <laughs> what is this called? Drunken Irish chicken, I think. It's the drunken Irish chicken at Chefin. It is really good. It is really good. Do you know what it makes me feel? Like homemade supper. Yeah. Like homemade cooking. The mashed potatoes are really beautiful. And that mushroom cream sauce is to die for. I, I'm enjoying this meal. I kind of regret sharing with you, actually. Oh, you want more of this? Yeah. Are you shocked? It's I'm not so really good. a fan of mushrooms, but when they're cooked, I don't mind them. I know. Like, and this is really good. The mushroom sauce is beautiful. Isn't it? The chicken is very soft and tender. It's pulling apart. Like, it's not. It's good chicken. And the veggies are good. Like, this is a really good meal. There's nothing wrong with this at all. No, it's solid. Tastes like grandma cooked it. Yeah. I love a it. A good portion for, yeah. this is $27, I think. Beautiful. Nothing wrong with this at all. This is really good. Yeah. Well, good pick, eh? Hey? I did a good pick. Yeah, you did. And now I want to go back and eat that dinner. I'm so hungry. That was so good. It was very... I, I may have licked the bowl. And and I sometimes regret 
sharing meals with you, Kyle. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. This is full admission right here for the people to hear. There are times when I don't like sharing meals. That was one of them. Because I, wanted I the got half of it. I wanted the entire thing to my... I could have totally crushed that entire dinner, by the way. Yeah. Um, such a good meal. What a nice surprise at the village. Um, I'm just surprised... To be honest with you, I wasn't sure what or if there was anything to do at Pigeon Lake Provincial Park or that area in the winter. Yeah. Because it's synonymous to me with summertime recreation. So that village is open year-round. So worth it to go and explore the beautiful, peaceful trails nearby. Go have a lovely bite to eat at the village. But there's also other things to do in and around that provincial park. And there's horseback riding. There's skeet shooting. We should try skeet shooting. Why why were we not skeet shooting? I don't know. But how fun would that be? You know how good I am at skeet shooting. Well, (laughs) you know how good I think I am at everything. So I think that there's a competition there in the future. But there's also mini golf in the summer. And then upcoming this summer, I just wanted to point out too, for people who are really music lovers, there's a there's a Pigeon Lake Music Festival coming up in August. And I believe that they have this festival every year. So this is a hop and community for lake lovers, hikers, campers. And music lovers. Apparently. And music lovers. And it's it's a jaunt away from Edmonton and Calgary. I have seen this advertised before. Yeah. This is a, a It's a big, big one. It's a big one. Yeah. So we should check it out so if we can this summer. Yeah. What a beautiful place. Pigeon Lake Provincial Park. Go there. It's definitely worth a spot no matter what or stop no matter what time of year it is. Yeah, give yourself some time to visit the village. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was really good. Okay. I think that wraps us up. That's it for our first provincial park. So good job on, on successful year, Teresa. You too. Yes. And our first provincial park episode. Yep. And I think we would like to do more of these. We will. And tell us all about what's these next? things. Oh yeah, what's next? And then tell and us then about the, the internet mumbo jumbo that I don't understand. Okay. So what's coming up next? Our next episode is going to be about our romantic weekend getaway in Banff. Oh. Where we surprised each other with surprise itineraries that we we thought of so that's a really really fun one if you're looking for things to do for couple getaway weekends in bath just some things outside of the norm i think yes that's coming up in the next week or so and then mumbo internet mumbo jumbo yeah yeah okay we have a lovely website that we're working on developing. We have some blog posts about um, Banff and how to travel to Banff on a budget, mm-hmm. specifically the Happy Hours blog post. Yeah, if you all want to know when any of the Happy Hours are in town. Yeah. Tirelessly, I went and found them all, or most of them. Because it's quite onerous to try and research individually restaurant by restaurant. Yeah, and then you find out, oh, we missed it by now, or it's only on Wednesdays, it's this. So just go to the website, and you will never pay full price Again. For food again. That was a very dramatic claim. It is very hard to find a half hour between six and seven, but there are some deals to be had at some places. Yeah. 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 No, definitely go check out our website at www.mountaintownramblers.com. We also have Instagram, Mm -hmm. same handle, Mountain Town Ramblers, and TikTok, which is new to us. Yeah. And then a YouTube channel. The YouTube. The YouTube videos. So find videos of us eating. Eating. Stuff. Trying to be cool, adventuring. Yeah. Yeah, no, so go check it out. And then uh, that's it. Well, thank you again, Teresa. This was lots of fun. Yeah, thank you. Here's to year two. Year two. Better audio sounding. We figured that out. Oh, just today, yeah. Let us know if it it sounds better. It took a year. I had to click some buttons on the computer thing. But you know what I say? Everything is figure outable. Yes. That's my new motto right now. I just claimed it. (laughs) 
Okay. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks, everyone.